All right, welcome back. Episode 11, season three. Today, we're going to be talking about trusting your creative gut. Ooh. I love that. Miles actually came up with that title, and we are going to roll with it. Yeah, let's roll that intro. Welcome, this is Raya. And Miles. You are listening to the Behind the Assignment podcast. This podcast is for content creators and entrepreneurs. On this platform, you'll hear what it's like to create a successful creative brand. We are passionate about inspiring young creatives build brands around what it is that they're here to do. All right, trusting your creative gut. What does that mean? I think for me, that means as a creative, we are going to have visions, dreams, things we want to create. And what's amazing and difficult about that all at the same time is those are going to change as we change, right? So as we reach the places that we've always dreamed of reaching, once we have reached those, there is going to be new iterations of what it is we want to do here on earth. And so sometimes we really have to tune back in to our creative gut and go, is the place I have landed that I've always wanted to be, is this a place I still want to stay? Or is there another version of space I want to be in where I can actually serve and make impact to a greater audience? And I think, you know, utilize to a fuller extent what it is we are here to offer Um, and I think if we don't trust our creative gut, we can easily kind of stay in the place that we've dreamed of getting because our whole lives or majority of our lives, we have only dreamed to ever be able to achieve where it is we are. So I think this episode is tricky for me because I'm going through this right now. I'm trying to figure out my brand, maybe a rebrand, and trying to figure out a new style, how I can be different and not get stagnant. Right. And why do you feel like that's hard? I just feel like I've worked so hard to get to a point where I am right now. And I'm really looking at different photos and videos online and feeling like I want to change up my style I don't know it's just a very tricky I feel like I'm in like some sort of limbo with my business and really trying to basically I really kind of I feel like I want to go through a rebrand like right now yeah I think limbo is a pretty great word for where you're at because that I to me that says you're you still have one foot in Seiko's Flash and exactly the brand that you have built. And then you have one foot that is already seeing the future as to where you can go and knows your potential. And you're kind of rocking back and forth of both. And I think if you want to actually take your foot out of your current brand for the future brand, it it it's asking you to do some of the things you had to do when you started your business, which is super uncomfortable and super risky and uncertain and all of the, the sort of negative parts. I say negative in a very like, you know, light way. And, Cause as we know, we need that. Um, we need all of 
the positives and the, the, the harder parts when we start businesses, but it's making you face a lot of things that you haven't had to look at because you've had a successful, great, thriving business for years now. But you're almost willing to give that up for this greater vision that you have for yourself. Right. Because I feel like I'm, you know, wasting a lot of brain real estate, like looking back at old video work and old photos and kind of being like, what was I thinking? Why did I post that? What was I doing? Why did I shoot like that? And it's just been so headstrong in my head of just like a lot of, I don't know, I can't even figure out the words that I want to say, but it's like that style and that technique and that hard work brought me to where I am. So I have to appreciate that. But at the same time, I want to kind of let go and move on and try something new. And it's just, there's really just a lot going on in my head the last uh, couple months. I think it is, it's, it's so natural for this to be a part of your process. If you think about the world famous painters from back in the day, their first painting looked nothing like their last painting. And for you, you're, you're in this moment of finding a new technique. And of course that is going to be uncomfortable and challenging, but that is, I think for me, that feels like one of the most natural steps as being a creative. I think if we both just stayed and kept doing the same exact thing as we are, I question whether that is true creativity and that is being a true creative. And I think that falls a little bit into the trap of like running a business first and foremost, which we do talk a lot about on this podcast and we do really drive that point home because that's important. But if we want to still claim ourselves as creative beings and take pride in that, we have to be willing to continue to evolve our creativity and almost put that before our business in some regards, right? Because if someone from the outside, an accountant or a financial advisor, we went to them and said, hey, we're going to change up our whole strategy, even though it's been working well for us. And we're going to take a lot of risk because we know that's what our creative gut is saying. They may not agree with us. But that's, you know, that's what you sign up for when you sign up for a life of creativity and building a business around that. Right. But sometimes I think like super drastically when I'm just like, I just want to like delete like my whole Instagram feed and just like start new. And it's like I could do a post like that night and be like, wow, this is really good. And then all of a sudden the next day be like, why did I color it like that? Why did I write that caption? You know, there's so many different things. Same with video. I can make a video and be like, wow, this is awesome, super emotional, this is my best piece. And then like a couple of days later, after it's live, I'll be like, oh my God, there's so many edits that I would have made to that. Why did I post that? I should have made it shorter. And it's just drastically, like I said, like it can be like the next day, I'm just like, oh my God, like that's, but you got to hold heart to that and be like, that's what I was thinking in that moment. So I can't be too hard on myself. I think as as you and I may be in the, our listeners, like perfectionism and creativity are like oil and water. 
Like you, we really have to be okay with releasing things to the world that we, we may felt were okay. And then we look back even 24 hours from when we launched it and we get that sort of voice of perfectionism coming in and making us feel like we didn't produce something that was good enough. Um, so for me, I've, I've almost had to just ignore that. What's good, though, is that it does pass. Yeah. That, that really intense feeling of regret, almost, for putting something out there that we don't feel like was as good as it could have been. That is temporary. And again, it's like what you sign up for as a creative. Because we know a lot of super talented people who let that perfectionism take hold and claim the driver's seat, and they never put anything out there. And so they'll never live their dream of being a creative because they'd rather rather fall victim to that perfectionism mindset. Right, which which brings me back to a good quote. It's like, you know, done is better than perfect. But sometimes I do kind of think about, be like, oh, I just spent a couple more days like editing and tweaking that. And it's just like something I, you know, I've always fought with it. But I feel like recently, after being like, I kind of want a new style and a new rebrand, it's kind of like... You're more critical, I think, of your work right now. Right. It's just like, I really want to produce good content. Which is good. And I think it's it's a hard place to be, though, because you already see what you're capable of, but you may not be able to actually create that right now. It's almost like when I would start shooting and the work I was producing wasn't the work I knew I was capable of creating. I know you all of you are going to really resonate with that. You know what you are capable of, even if you are not creating it in that moment. And it's a really hard, uncomfortable place to be. Because you see this different, greater version of yourself creating different, greater content. But you're just not quite there yet. The only way to get there is to be in this moment you're in that's like, oh. I mean, I guess you can just keep learning from it. and being That's like, the only thing. Yeah. What can the I only change? Way. What? And trusting your creative gut, trusting that you're meant to be evolving into another version of you. Right. Because I still look at, you know, old photos or videos that I posted. I'm like, wow, that still holds up. That's a quality piece. Like I was on point there and I wouldn't change anything, even if it was like years ago that I posted it. And I'm like, wow. And when I get that feeling, I'm like, okay, you're okay. You're doing good. Slow down. But it's with certain projects that I'm just like, Gosh, but you really have to, you know, take take pride, share, and you wanted to make it public for a reason. You felt like it was done in that moment, and you have to give yourself credit for that. We have to trust timing, and it's not always by our own accord that we get to be where we want to be or that where we think we should be. I think we have to be careful to not lose that connection with our creative gut. We have to continue to be curious about it. We have to continue to have conversations about it. We have to continue to write and dream and ask, what does it look like? And be very specific. But we also need to realize it will come at the time it's meant to come. I didn't start my business until 
I was ready to. And that was years and years after I'd finished college. And if I tried to start any sooner and force that experience to take, to, to make it real, it wouldn't have landed in the way that I'm so thankful it has landed. You know, it's not like I want to do anything drastic because people were liking my work before with that style. So I don't want to just, you know, throw off your feet and make it totally different to be like, wow, who even shot that? You know what I mean? I still want to hold true to myself. Yeah, I think it's asking what's holding true to yourself and what are you not willing to sort of switch up and risk for the next version of yourself. Sometimes it it is a drastic change. And we have to say, are we, can we handle, are we willing to take that risk? Because like you said, you've built this great audience and following, but who's to say they're not going to continue to super love your new style? And who's not to say you are going to continue to actually get more of a following because you're leading into the next version of what you want to create. Like, I think the more in tune we are with the direction we're meant to go in, that is just organically going to allow for more of the people who need to hear our message to be there. Maybe it's it's not about, you know, the 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 followers. It's, you know, it's also about yourself. You have to kind of be true to yourself. And if you want to switch it up and you want to rebrand and you want a new style, then it's time for you to kind of pursue that and figure out if it is for you, if it's working, and if it makes you happy. It's hard not to get influenced by other creators that you see out there that are doing, quote unquote, better work or more unique things than you, and you want to be right up there with them. It just, I still need to be true to myself, keep my style, but kind of sprinkle some new creativity on there and maybe smoothly slash dramatically figure out something that I want to do that makes me feel better. I mean, that's that's where I am right now. That's what I'm thinking. But it's just so hard not to get influenced by other creators online thinking that you're at the bottom. Right, because there's people who look up to you and, right, so you could be in the middle, but that's not a bad place to be. Right. It's just, I guess, it's a place I've been feeling for a while that's just like... I need something new. I think it's for myself. I think you kind of go through these in your life. And it's it's just time for a change for yourself. I mean, I think that's period. And that's what we talk a lot about on this podcast is whenever you do anything for yourself personally, that leaks and influences your business in a way that you can't really control even the separation. And I think that's... That for me feels like always the best approach is personally first, professionally second, and understanding that they are both influenced by each other. And we know when it comes to true happiness, the things that really influence that. And it's not about, like you said, the followers or that sort of stuff. It's what actually is making you personally feel fulfilled and knowing that that in turn is is making sure your business is also healthy and thriving. 
But I guess it's also hard too because, you know, I can help give advice, but it's hard for me to kind of maybe take my own advice and really figure out what I want to do. I mean, I can tell, I can help tell someone, you know, where, where they should take the next step. But for my, myself, I'm just like, Oh God, sometimes I feel like I'm like completely lost and I'm like, Oh, okay. So let's say I'm you. Okay. But you're you also. So Uh, you're giving me advice. What would you tell you? Trust your creative gut. No, be more specific. Okay. Um, And be like a little bit harsh as to how you are when you speak to some of the people you speak to when it comes to business advice and personal advice. Okay, well, Miles, if you want a rebrand, carve it a day, focus on it, figure out what you want to do to change that, who you look up to online, look at their sites, figure out if that's what you want, look at your feed clean it up a bit, and start a transition of posting new content that makes you happy. I mean, it's as easy as that. I mean, I know it, but I guess to really sit down and I guess it's because I already built this business and made this quote unquote business baby. And now I kind of want to change it. It's kind of like, not like emotional, but like you're kind of like tied to it. You're like, well, if it got me here, why am I going to change something? You know, it's scary. It's like, I don't want to change the wrong thing and have people be like, oh, I can't hire him because look at that. That's different. That's not like what I would want, you know? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's very normal. I I challenge you, though, because I think you're leaning toward change is a negative or can be a negative versus change can only be a positive. Like, what if your change of your brand and your rebrand could only lead to a greater everything, a greater amount of people who want to work with you, a greater audience, a greater impact. Opportunity. Like, what if there's no way you could do it wrong? Right. Then why am I pouting when... Because you're scared of it. You're scared of the change. You're fearful. You're worried it's going to all fall apart and everything you've worked so hard to make is... It's going to be undone. Just pursue it. What if everyone's like, yeah, we've been waiting for this. Like, we see this in you too. This feels so much more like you. Well, I have. When I switched my gear and I started, you know, a different style, people were like, oh, I like your new style. I want this for my video. And it's like, okay. So, yeah, okay. That just clicked for me. But I guess I want something even more drastic than where I... Which is normal and I think make sense because you you're at a place that is so solid that of course your next change and version of of you of course it's going to be this bigger sort of breath than when you simply upgraded your equipment right well it takes a lot of hard work too to get to the next step it takes a lot of hard work and i've already worked really hard so you know there's those lulls where you know, you ramp back up and you change something and it's working. And then you're kind of like in that limbo again, being like, okay, you get your new rhythm, you get your new pattern. And now, you know, you don't want to feel stagnant again. So now it's time to, you know, put that hard work back in and change it up. Which if you remember the hard work that you already put in, you're like, this is not going to be easy. Okay. I will challenge you and ask you 
What if it doesn't have to be hard? Then I'm, then what am I waiting for? I think what society and how we're grown up and everything from our schooling system to older folks tell us, it takes hard work. You hear that all the time. And yeah, I would agree to start a business. You and I have put in nothing other than hard work. I completely validating that. But I think you and I both throughout the years have learned there are other ways to have and run businesses. And hard work doesn't need to be the driving force to having success. And I think when we are in more alignment with our vision and our goals, we can get there in a way that feels of ease, that feels even fun, that feels a little bit effortless. Because right when you're doing something that feels like, oh, this of course is the next path that I need to be on, why does that have to be hard? Is that not, can it not be like, huh, this feels awesome. This feels like I'm at home. This feels fun. This feels easy. Right. Yeah. I it's, could a, just... it's really all of a mindset. Yeah. Right. We can answer emails and say to ourselves, this is so hard. Or we can answer emails and say, this is super easy. And it's really just like, it's the same action. It's what label and what judgment are we putting on it? Right. Make it fun and work smarter, not harder. And I think most people would agree when you're having fun doing something, you do a better job at it. Right. Especially when you are a creative, that really is inviting the world of fun and ease and play into the work we do, especially because we're creatives. We have people say to us all the time that, oh, you get to do what you love. That must be so easy, you know, so, so fun. And yes, I need to kind of go back to those roots and be like, I can make it fun again instead of hard and a chore. And oh my God, I need to go through a rebrand. My head's spinning. Ah, help. I need to be like, oh, this is going to be super fun. It's going to be super new. This is what I want. This is, this is going to be good for me and my business. And I'm going to go into it with an open mind and have fun. I think it's a... It's a time for celebration, right? You are at a place where you have reached a new level, a new birthday, perhaps. You could even sort of um, view it as that we are celebrating a completion to one sort of phase of your life and your journey and your business. And now we get to do something, celebrate and go into a different year, a different version I mean, I think it's more of a celebration than, oh, gosh, now I have to put in so much hard work to do a whole new look. I need to just stop crying about it, go into it open-minded, and have fun, change it up. It's for the best. It's what I want to do. If I'm already thinking about it. It's, it's like what they say, the hardest part is always the before. Like, what you're in right now is 100% way harder than actually doing the work to start to make what you know is possible possible. Right. You know when you started your business, it was it was the before. Because it's not super clear, you're not super certain, and that's what's hard. Those are the hard emotions and feelings to have to go through as a human. It's not actually doing the work to make it happen. That's good. Celebrating it. Like a Celebrating, birthday. Celebrating, totally. Like a, a business birthday. Yep. Even if it's not on your actual you know, anniversary of your business. 
that can it can happen at any time no that's good this this wasn't even planned, this episode of being like, all right, Miles, like, what's up? We had him in the hot seat and he didn't even know it. I feel like I'm getting interviewed over here. But this is good. I'm gonna... Yeah, we hope that was helpful yeah. for you guys. I don't know what you may have taken away from it. But, I mean, I think you are trusting your creative gut. You are feeling this sort of fire to do something different. And I think we identified in this episode that there's fear around it, of course. There is a little bit of a scarcity slash scarcity mindset right there's a little bit of an unwillingness to let go of what you have right now for what is greater to come and i think you not thinking i'm thinking worst case scenario yeah you are which is completely normal and that's your brain trying to keep you safe right so you almost have to say thank you brain for trying to keep me safe i'm going to override you because i know i'm smarter than that we live in the 21st century mm-hmm. where we don't have to be worried about the things our caveman ancestors had to worry about. Right. And you can say, thanks for trying to keep me safe, but I've I've done this before and I've gotten to where I am, so I know I can do it again and it doesn't need to be hard this time. That's good. All right. Looks like that's going to wrap up this episode. Thanks for listening. Screenshot this episode to share and tag us over on Instagram. We would love to connect with you. And while you're searching for your next podcast to listen to, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review us so other people like you can find us.